0: Today's episode is Uncommon Valor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata. I am your gracious host. Alongside me, Mr. Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Before we get started, a little housekeeping. Uh, I I didn't want to tell you this before we started, Justin, but I was on the phone earlier today with the chairman of the board, and it's official. We were nominated for a second quarter of 2019 Worst Waveform Award. So, uh, we got some pretty stiff competition. Um, there is, uh, <laughs> there's a file of a racist Oscar the Grouse we're up against. Um, somebody was able to convert Dana Plato's Dying Breath into a waveform. I think it kind of it's kind of cheating because that was originally a real audio file. Um, there's a, there's a, a soundbite of a, of a child being beaten by his father that's uh, getting a lot of attention, and then they have the entire discography of Weezer we're up against. So but we have a good shot? We do have a good shot. They said that, uh, you know, I mean, part of it, you know, it's an honor just being nominated. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we could pull it out, um, we, might be, uh, we might be the first, uh, the first movie po- podcast to win this award. I'm so excited! I got goose goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little housekeeping. <laughs> Pretty cool.
1: <laughs> who who contacted the chairman?
0: Me? The chairman. The,
1: cha- the chairman yeah. of
0: what? The chairman of the worst wave of the worst waveform yeah. awards committee. Yeah. Did he? Uh, did he have a name? I mean, uh, he said this is the chairman. He didn't say the uh, name. I'm sorry. Well, I'm so
1: excited. Yeah,
0: well, I think I think they don't want us to try to taint you know like maybe if we knew his name we'd try to coerce him or bribe him mm. yeah
1: fair enough did they mention anything about the golden microscope no <laughs> different group okay this is a non-profit i have goosebumps yeah. but i'm more excited about the golden microscope uh, of course but it's mean, more is a step this is a step where's, where's i mean form? but
0: if we could w- before i mean second quarter it's a big quarter for waveform analysis
1: hearing that list i feel like we have a pretty good chance yeah <laughs> of winning this yeah was it the? Did, do we have? To, was it just overall, or did they nominate the Hunter Killer podcast? I'm not
0: sure. They, the thing is, usually you submit an episode for consideration, right? And I was thinking about submitting the stuff, right? Um, but they don't tell you. They don't. I hope it wasn't the Bad Times at the El Royale, because I mm. think that's it's unfair. It's like judging the pilot episode of you know Sopranos or something, right? That
1: was our that was our launch episode, yeah.
0: So and by the way, this is movie microscope, folks. Mm, that's uh, right. And if you're not aware, uh, I mean, if you're not aware of what the movie microscope is, it's uh, I mean, it's a really multifaceted show where we kind of cut something up, look at it, disseminate, disseminate, and then fucking figure it out. And then we we pull the little chunks and the other moments that make or break, and we share them with you. Mm-hmm. So if we we're talking about if we we're talking about Big Stan, <laughs> we wouldn't talk about the part where rob schneider uh drives an ice cream truck into another rob schneider we talk about the little moments and today we're talking about a pretty seminal film Mm. yeah a movie that i watched on vhs more times than i care to admit uncommon valor
1: 1983's uncommon valor i actually watched this a lot on hbo back in the day i believe love this movie still love this movie yeah, I I was a I was a big fan of this movie back then. I hadn't seen it for uh, let's say decades. Yeah. And um I remembered a lot about
0: it. Yeah. Mhm. Now when you were a young fellow, what was
1: the what stood out about it for you? The you know, the what stood out for me about it what stood out was the ending when when our our heroes some of our heroes die. Yeah. But I forgot that the movie is Mostly not that. Mostly a training. It's yeah. a training movie. Yeah, they're preparing. Getting the team together and training. Right. It's the best part of the movie. Right. Yeah, it is. Well, you think so?
0: Yeah, I don't care about the end. Yeah.
1: So anyway, let's talk a little bit about Uncommon Valor. Maybe a movie that has been uh, a little buried by time. I don't think people really talk too much about this. one. No, they don't. And it was funny because it was sort of the first
0: go back and get them movies of that period. There was a the whole and obviously Rambo those movies kind of took control but like let's get Harry and mm-hmm.
1: Men of War was much later but that was that one did that. There was quite a few. But they, you know, this movie when I started to watch it, I realized right away that Tropic Thunder must have specifically parodied this movie. Huh. The beginning of it uh, specifically Blow Brownwall. Well, Brownwall early. As early as
0: command. Yeah. A little more housekeeping. Oh, hello. Oh, Holy my. dumplings. Worst waveform. Uh, something just ricocheted off a pipe in there. Um, tr- yeah, so I could see. So I got something swimming in there.
1: Some <laughs> like one of the creatures from Crawling. Robert Forster in there after it. Oh, my goodness.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. No wonder we got nominated. Uh, yeah, so I could see that. Uh, the, this film is the story of... Uh, yeah, guys, I want to zoom in. There was a Vietnam War. And uh, <laughs> yes, not everybody came back. No. And the story takes place in 1977, mm-hmm. 1982, and 1983. As one father tries to single-handedly engineer the recovery
1: of our POWs. Uh, specifically...
0: Well, his son is one of
1: them. Yes. Yeah. How's it go? <laughs> well, somewhat successful. A
0: film is uh, available on Stars for you folks if you like to watch it.
1: Yeah, that's one thing that we don't always do is tell you where you guys can see this. I think uh, a lot of times Nick and I end up running this or Nick has it or I have it. But uh, this one you can stream if you have uh, the the Stars network. Yeah, funnily enough,
0: uh, after I... After I watched it on Starz, I was going through my video library on iTunes, and I own it. Of course you do. <laughs> of course I do.
1: But, you know, the thing is, this movie looks really good. It's good. Well, and
0: that's something I, a note I took. This is one of those movies that reminds you that there is no replacing shooting on film. Yeah. There is just something about the look of the film. I mean, it's not like a gorgeous movie or anything like that. No, but, but it looks good, though. But it has it that up. filmic look that is mm-hmm. unfuckworthable. Um, so the movie starts off I mean we said it's about it's about rescuing mean, POWs. that's all you need to know okay we'll get there we'll get there features a who's who of 80s legends right um, with a story by Wingshauser unbelievable yeah wrote the first draft
1: yeah uncredited too. Un-
0: well he got an uh, associate producer I know all about that I know all about busting ass and, and having to settle for an associate producer credit um you know what's funny the film starts off in Vietnam and this film does a piss poor job of making that war look fun
1: yeah well but it also uh, yeah well that that's kind of the the part of this movie that the beginning of this movie is almost like the part that's the most familiar right so you have a, these guys fleeing uh, they're losing a battle they're fleeing they're trying to escape they're getting you know shot down by the enemy uh, they're getting in helicopters getting waved to helicopters they're wounded uh, and then the helicopter pilot decides. He said, "What happens is a helicopter. One of the helicopters blows up, yeah, and the helicopter full of our heroes takes off early, and they have to leave some of their guys behind, right, as the enemy approaches, right. So that's kind of
0: not uh, unlike the scene in Platoon where Elias mm-hmm. is, yeah, yeah." And some of our heroes. Let's talk about some of our cast members. Let's do it. Yeah, got, it's, a great, it's a great cast. It's a great cast, and it's a, it's, a, it's a reminder that some people that probably don't get a lot of credit as actors are actually really good actors. I don't know who you're talking about. There's two in particular. Reb Brown. Reb Brown, for sure. Mm-hmm. And Very Rand- charismatic. Randall Tex Cobb are both fantastic right. in this yes, movie. And Tim know. Thomerson, fantastic mm. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But it's a Gene Hackman vehicle, and who doesn't love Gene Hackman? The guy's one of the best. He's had the uh he's he has one of the best careers you can imagine, retired on his own terms, became an author, still out there doing it, still out there living his life.
1: I think this movie rides on the charisma of of these actors. Uh certainly, you know, Gene Hackman is, is such a good actor, like he doesn't have to he's just a very commanding presence. And then the other guys are just they're just lovable. Have fun, they're having fun, they're goofballs. Um you have early Swayze in this movie? Early, early Swayze. And um, you know he he plays like kind of a straight laced uh, guy that's not connected to the team, not connected to yeah. the friends. And you know he he actually is pretty good in this it's too. Like Fred Ward, classic Fred Ward, who your um, f- favorite I mean, hair on film ever? Yeah. Um, yeah. but Red Brown in particular, like sculpted turds. I remember liking, really liking him, uh, and being sad about his fate in this movie. And he really is very charismatic and super fun and charismatic. charismatic. Why didn't he have What else was he in Well like, he was obviously Your yes. The Hunter from the Future He was in Cap, The first Captain
0: America He was the first Captain mm-hmm. America He was in Big Wednesday Milius Yeah so that was Jim like Michael Vincent
1: And Gary Busey th- Yeah so, Was I he mean, the star He was the star of Big Wednesday Yeah I mean right? he They they were all sort of the star But yeah What was his background Was he like a sports guy He was a football player Yeah he was yeah. a football guy uh,
0: And a and a and a piece of beefcake Beefcake beef, beef if I've ever seen it the Guys built like a shit brick house Yeah <laughs> Zoom in
1: I love him so much. I love him so much. <laughs> I kind of forgot about him. He's got also. He's still,
0: he's still alive. He's still, he looks
1: old. He's so is Randall Tex Cobb is still kill, yep. killing it. Here's the thing, Rob Brown. What a great name. Oh yeah, Randall Tex Cobb. What a fucking great name. Yeah. Fred Ward. Yeah. I you have to have a good name in here. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Pretty good name. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Swayze. I mean, that's not. There's nothing to shake two sticks. Tim out. Thomerson. Great name. Robert Stack. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the best. Robert Stack busting the most casual look in this. He's busting like he has a denim outfit. Yeah, and you never see him out of a suit. Yeah, he's always like you know very like he's always like a military guy. Oh yeah. So and in this he's a or military man. Yeah. In this he's a his son is also a prisoner of war. He is, uh, I guess, a government guy. Like, but he's busting like a denim, uh, a winter denim coat. Like he looks. He's super casual in this. One of life's huge uh, disappointments is that him—he's
0: mean, dead now. He did that die. he never had the chance to open up his own pancake place. <laughs> Do you know of this for sure? I'm pretty sure. You're
1: taking a guess.
0: I mean, I went—I I looked through the Library of Congress for this. You did. I zoomed in. Yeah, a, yeah, just a great assemblage
1: of guys, and it's—I'm going to say this: Robert Stack looks beautiful in this. <laughs> they did a very nice job on his hair. Has got kind of a smoky eye thing going on okay he's got a very I didn't know you were going there Gene Hackman looks like he has been destroyed by the loss of his son Robert Stack looks like he is fine he probably knows what happens (laughs) at the end (laughs) (laughs) first of all he's
0: bankrolling this thing in the movie His, his last name is McGregor yeah Mm-hmm. Which is like a, something out of a like a spoof, really. Mm. Um, might might I have a zoom in. Yeah, uh, I went to high
1: school with a guy named Scott McGregor.
0: Nice. Yeah, I think
1: everyone did. And he um, he was on the school newspaper. Good for him.
0: What was the school newspaper called though?
1: The Chronicle. <sighs> really dug deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote for it. I wrote for our, our school newspaper. Yeah. Yep. I had the entertainment uh, column. Yep.
0: I wrote a movie thing
1: for us. Hey. But yeah. you, uh, I reviewed Longtime Companion in there. I don't remember anything. Reviewed, I, I did a review of Evil Dead Two in there. Nineteen eighty-seven. But I loved it, so yeah. I just I review the you know. Yeah. I said everybody should watch it anyway. Okay. Hey, I, I did a great job writing in that thing.
0: Jane Kasmerick in this. Oh, what was mine called? It was called the Spasm. <laughs> was it really? No.
1: No. Oh. Jane Kasmerick, right? In this, looking
0: old in this. She looking, just, looking rough, rough she and tumble.
1: Look, she just never really ages. I think she kind of always looked the same. What was your favorite Jane Kasmerit? Heavenly Kid. I mean, Malcolm in the Middle is the only thing I really know her from, other than this. She was in that. Mm-hmm. She's the mommy. She knows what Bradley Woodford's dick tastes like. Jesus, <laughs> super zoom. That award is ours. They
0: <laughs> <laughs> just locked it up. They are
1: not together anymore. Yeah.
0: He he uh, recently was remarried. So something I noticed that I've never noticed in this film before, and I was giggling like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, do you realize? Uh, you know, you know what Gene Hackman wears when he watches TV? Full military <laughs> regalia.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> he's at home watching TV, and he's in full military dress. I know, and then they do a cut because he's watching a, a coming home ceremony, a rescue ceremony. This it, it was called everyone but Frank, <laughs> son Frank, but uh. Then they cut to him, and he's in bed. He's, like, naked in bed with his wife. Have a little like, nightmare. And, um, yeah, he sees his uh, son as a child in, in a baseball outfit, and he reaches out to him and he starts crying. Pure Hackman, excellent acting. But he reminded me a little bit of uh, Lance Henriksen in... Horror Show? Horror Show. Okay, so... You know, you know, it's what What is the boy holding? Baseball mitt?
0: Uh-huh. Which is kind of, a, it's kind of a teaser for a similar film to come. Bat... 21? Hey, what do you mean? We're going to do bat 21? No, I'm saying Hackman was in bat 21. Yeah, it's about guys lost behind enemy mm-hmm. lines. Kids holding a glove. Where's the bats? Nearby. 21. I zoomed <laughs> in.
1: <laughs> Frank might have been about 21 in Yeah, this.
0: so Frank is Gene Hackman's son who was sadly lost in Vietnam
1: somewhere. Yeah. Robert and Stack's one of the son. Men is that, his, yeah. One of the men that our heroes left behind. Yeah. He, and that and Frank was helping a wounded soldier at the time, trying to carry him to the helicopter. Yeah how that work out?
0: It worked out okay for the soldier. I mean, Frank.
1: Well Frank. Frank, last, Frank. The last we see Frank and uh, the guy he's helping is that they're looking up at the floating away. I think that's how he's put it. The floating away helicopter. Yeah.
0: The other guy you get to see again. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously he's That's torn-
1: McGregor's son. That's the, the yeah. Chief,
0: Robert Stack's son. Right. Mm-hmm. He's torn up. He doesn't he doesn't want to sit and watch uh, a war that we lost cause our our country to not make the full effort to regain those heroes so he mm-hmm. he goes to his wealthy friend Robert Stack and
1: finances his own rescue mission. Okay, but do you remember what's happening during the opening credits of this movie? What? Gene Hackman is hitting dead ends. Over oh yeah. Oh yeah, over. over the course of years. Yeah, and yeah. in the credits He's getting He's getting people
0: ripping him off. Yep. He's having he's getting stonewalled in meetings. Mm-hmm. Getting rejected by the
1: the government that's embarrassed to have lost this war. Yeah, the guys don't even want. They see him coming from. They see him coming and they're like, "Oh shit, not this guy." And he is he has been he's frustrated for years and he decides it's time to. Well, he does get a lead finally. It's time to take matters into his own hands. Yeah, and
0: so what that entails is now it's mm-hmm. been it's been quite a while since the war he's gotta he's gotta he's gotta reach out to his son frank who's dead uh mm. his uh his ex uh patriots his ex buddies and see if he can use their love for frank mm. who is dead their guilt uh and love yeah to uh, to get them to go <laughs> to go
1: conduct a mission to rescue everyone but frank <laughs> so here here's the thing is at the beginning of the movie did you notice that the sound guys was totally blowing in on this every thing is overdubbed it's too loud the music the, the background there'll be like a cricket in the background to give it some like hey it's real you yeah know, it's just it, the soundtrack's bad at the beginning that was bawling my eyes out
0: <laughs> no one Frank was gone <laughs> you know who's a big loser in this film other than Frank
1: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Jane
0: Hackman's wife he leaves her in 77 mm-hmm. he doesn't see her until
1: like 84 like, he leaves his wife for years she um does not have a line in this film. She is at she his side. She smiles at one point. At the end of the movie, he kisses her, and that's kind of how they got cut the credits. But mm-hmm. that's it. She. They said, don't worry. You don't have to memorize any page of the script. You got nothing yeah, to say. Yeah, and then
0: what happens is he gets home to her, and then there's like a little counter It just records one new casualty in the war in Vietnam, their marriage.
1: <laughs> and her son, that's too, right? Yeah. Hmm. All right. So then he goes to round up these guys, these these um, these these soldiers, and he starts with Red Brown. Right. Who and do you not? I mean, how do you not start with Blaster? That's his name in this. He's yeah. the, he's the uh, bomb expert, the demolition mus- demolitions, demolitions yeah. expert. Um, and then he. But he's working dirt bike crew now. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, he, he's uh, talking to a bunch of kids. Yeah. Got no shirt. Looking good. He's relaxed. Yeah. Loving life. Yep. How that work out? Meets Gene Hackman. Uh,
0: he's the one. He's the one guy that, th- that. Well, there's two guys out of the group that seem like they probably were doing fine in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't do well. But Reb, you, he's got so, the best shit to do in the movie, though.
1: So yeah, Red Brown. Uh, he gets him first. Gets him in there. Uh, they go to collect Red Fred Ward yeah. next, and he's Fred Weld at that time. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's uh, dealing with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, I guess. because yeah. he is. And he is dealing with that by creating, uh, I guess, arc welding? Is yeah, that what that weld- is? He's welding cre- creations. He is sculpting out of metal. Yeah. And he's got a lot of it. And he's, he's hanging with Jane. And his his wife's there, and she's trying to get him to, uh, you know, she tells Gene Hackman, can't go with you. I've pieced him back together. He's finally, yeah. you know, channeling his whatever through art, and Gene Hackman do not give a shit about that. No, well, the funny thing is is they leave it
0: he don't give seeming, a fuck. seeming as if, well, we tried next thing you know fred ward's at the airport with them like hey
1: by the way Red brown great in that scene he is like emotional when he sees oh yeah uh, um, you know in tears when he sees his buddy fred ward yeah and fred ward's kind of angry that no they're that's there. the most
0: believable thing in this movie is a camaraderie between all those mm-hmm. guys
1: yeah it's really good And Except Fred frank ward, fred ward is like he played i mean he's all fred ward's always good um and in this movie he gets a he's a very strange backstory he he is uh it comes out that he had he was a tunnel rat yeah and he accidentally shivved uh, a wife a daughter sh- sh- and a uh, no shivved a mom and her child uh, yeah then was stuck with them and the, uh until they he could get pulled out from yeah. from this tunnel and um so then you immediately when you hear his backstory you're like oh he's gonna die over yeah. there he's gonna get killed he's gonna sacrifice himself or something but the thing is uh, it doesn't like doesn't happen
0: the funny thing is there's like a there's an anecdotal line that they they kind of illustrate that's not what gave him the PS- ptsd he ate some tainted fish while he was out there.
1: <laughs> so, shame on you. So, they go to uh, the next Tim Thomerson, who is uh, the star of the Dollman franchise. And trancers. Um, <clears throat> Jack Death. Jack Death. And he, uh, I, I think I think he also, by the way, he was, I think he was a Vietnam vet. He was not. Tim Thomerson.
0: The only two folks who were in the in the, Am the, I wrong? The, the service in this... Fred Ward was a uh, Air Force man. I thought Tim Thomerson was. And uh, Gene Hackman was a Marine. Are you sure? Mhm. Well, I mean, I looked them up on I looked all, all these guys up to see if they I had. Thought I them. knew that about Thomson. Anyway, so I think Thomerson was an actor from like The Jump, but 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 Hackman was a real Marine. Okay. And Fred Ward was an Airman. Okay. So
1: Tim Thomerson plays a a pilot, a helicopter pilot named Charts. Yeah. That's his nickname. Yeah. And uh we're never getting any other name but Charts. Who needs more and he, they find him at a, at a hangar, and his wife is Kinda there. Kind of cute, and she's uh, annoyed at him because he never wants to go out. And he always wears his sunglasses. Yeah, and he wants to just chill and listen to uh, Mozart, I guess, or something. Yeah. And his wife is 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 running around on him. Yeah, he's bummed. But he's so like the
0: Han Solo of this crew. A little bit. Yeah. And then the and then their uh, their other pilot. Yeah. Is it Howard Sylvester? Yes, and
1: what's his nickname? What's his? Well, name the funny the thing universe? is, is a black guy. Of course, they call him Major Johnson. I mean, of course they do. I here's the thing: is I know, no, I know that Chart's his name, but everybody else, I just think of them as as uh, Fred Ward, <laughs> Red Brown, and Randall Tex Cobb. That's all you need. Anyway, Randall Tex Cobb, they get him. He's a he's the like, he's like the nutty guy. He's the guy. Sailor. Sailor. He. Oh, I, yeah, he does have a name. A nickname but he is um in prison he's he's in jail when they come they find him he's he's been like, so good uh, he's been uh uh brawling yeah yeah and they have him in, and so they and he's going nuts in the jail and they they come of course he's going to go along with him he can't wait to yeah. on the rest go and there's business. a subplot about him having a grenade around his neck i wonder if that factors in he loves to have a grenade around his neck and then he um also uh the, the re, t, Tex Cobb, who maybe people don't know or maybe aren't familiar with that name, they should be, because he was the bounty hunter in *Raising Arizona*. That's oh, his yeah. kind of most well, famous and he was role. Well, a professional boxer too, right? But that's kind of his most. Would not you say that was his most famous role? Uh, to some, I mean, I always felt this. This was
0: this movie hit me harder and first before *Raising well, Arizona*. Well, he's not a villain in this. I know, but I'm just saying I loved him going into *Raising Arizona*. Yeah. Um, you, you notice what Mister the Mister Sylvester was rocking on the tarmac? A fucking beige members only jacket yeah nice wow. yeah, so he actually he actually worked This
1: guy, that guy worked a long time too right I think so
0: yeah he lives right I think he lives I think so the only ones who, so he lost for Swayze mm-hmm. I think too early Stack is gone he is Frank dies in the movie I don't know <laughs> yeah. who else I think everybody else is around Hackman's so. just left he's, well he, he retired
1: retired he's like almost 90 I think.
0: yeah he retired he, well, I think he, he goes to a lot of sporting events and shit he love, did it right love him he did it right uh, yeah, and so obviously they once they recruit their team, it's about getting them back up to speed with their military Maybe training. Maybe was not that old. Maybe no, no, I'm thinking of Connery. No, he's like in his he's he's Connery is that he's old. either 79 or 81. Hackman. Hackman. I looked him up yesterday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I think Connery's close to 90. Yeah, he's he's hurting. Hackman, man, he could have kept acting.
0: Yeah, but he chose not to. He chose to live his life.
1: Fuck that. You want to know
0: what blows my fucking mind? Hmm. Red Brown. Married to the same person since the 70s. What are the odds? She fucking rode the roller coaster with that dude. What do you mean? Like, she thought he was an ascendant. Did not happen. (laughs) Did not happen. He could have been Flash Gordon. I wonder if he was up. He would have been better than Sam fucking Jones.
1: How dare you? (laughs) Of course, once you do your... There's a documentary
0: about that guy on Amazon. Of course there is. I watched a portion of it. And? I watched a portion of it. When you eat a portion of your dinner, does that mean you like who, dinner? Who did a do- who wants to do a documentary on Sam Jones?
1: Probably Sam Jones. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they have to they have to do their their uh. Their re- so
1: Hackman, here's the thing that that I think is interesting is is that he, Hackman goes door to door for these guys, gets two of them to come, everybody else to uh, rejects them. Yeah. Pretty much. And he is surprised, Surprised, not offering any money. He's surprised he can't get these guys to go back to Vietnam for free. Yeah. That's a shock to him. Well, technically, they go
0: somewhere else. Don't they go to Laos or something? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I know. And, and, and Thomerson's wife even asked, he goes, oh, how much are they going to get paid? And Hackman goes, nothing in money. Yeah. Which is well, he, not a good incentive. Because he's paying an uncommon valor. That's right. right. Well, the funny thing is, is they do get paid. They do. How's that go?
1: They have to give the money back poorly. How does it? How does it go for the Asian family that decides to help them? Not well. Yeah, yeah. The tor- They were kind of like taking them on. They're their guides. How to work out? Well, the girls were badasses. They were all pretty cool. They were great. Yeah. The one lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tim Thompson was hitting on it. He was knocking on that door the whole movie. He as was. As- he was trying to cuddle with it. As soon as. I think he
0: I think they kind of warmed to each they other. They did.
1: Yeah. yeah. She was into him. Yeah. But he uh she he first meets her and she's wearing like a um a veil. Uh-huh. He's still into it. Yeah. He's like that's my speed. I think cuz he he was so heartsick about his wife that he just attached himself to the first yeah. uh next female he met. And that's what happened. And it worked. She probably loves his his dialogue. You think so. Do you remember what he calls the pole?
0: he calls it a pimp mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah I remember <laughs> that he gets injured by the pulley do you remember when you think pimp. he's gonna die he says he says something like oh, holy like, fucking shit yeah, or and something his, and his, <laughs> his plane is like somersaults into yeah, the water and the funny thing is, I remember him dying <laughs> right then and there helicopter. Yeah, I, I thought, thought he died too yeah I thought
0: that was the end of Tim and, he, and then he's
1: got a great little scene yeah he's swimming he makes it but his he, his helicopter is fucked <laughs> it's bent over like I it's puking I, <laughs> It's on fire. His helicopter's throwing up. I can't believe he survived it. Yeah. Like, they must have loved him so much that they're like, we'll just have him survive this. Yeah. Well, you can't kill everyone. I and mean, they already killed Frank.
0: You know, okay, so anyway, the bulk of this film is the training. It's it getting, is. It's showing these guys kind of rebu- rebuilding their, their acumen on the battlefield, introducing young Patrick Swayze as sort of their pseudo-drill sergeant right? Which it, with it, who has his own little backstory. Mm-hmm. And it leads to the, my favorite part of the movie well
1: they also re- so they know that these guys uh, the the POW the prisoners were in this encampment you zoomed in <laughs> in this village and they recreate it Hackman has it recreated yeah. so they can practice in the actual um, the replica of this village and I don't know where are they they're somewhere they're in Texas yeah they're somewhere yeah they're in Texas and they run around this uh, ghost town and what I thought was cool is for, for detail Hackman um also recreated a, a version of his son that was already dead <laughs> how'd Frank do? Frank <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: they made a sequel It's called Hellraiser um, so my favorite my favorite moment this there was a, a, a like two minute sequence in the movie that was everything about this movie for me mm-hmm. and it's where Red Brown has a soliloquy about the different charges, he hates. of course, because he's a bombing expert. So he's he's teaching them. I, for some reason, his way. when I was a kid, that was high comedy. Mm-hmm. And then you watch it now; it's still cute. It's still cute. Mm-hmm. And he works his ass off. He is like hard hard, hard up for breath
1: at the end of Well, He's scene. rolling around. Yeah, and he's, he's getting he, blown up in all these different directions. He's talking about he. What he does is he said he, this is he sets charges and he talks about how the enemy will enter and and they get blown up and they they run as they get blown up. They run to this other area. They get blown up there. No, no, matter where they go, they hit. But he, they're different kinds of shaped yeah. charges. Yeah, and he goes, he always goes one, two. He counts them off, and he's getting blown all. I know, this, I know why that you thought was funny is because he says they get their balls blown off. He I, that part, that, yeah, he thought that was hilarious. Yeah, but, yeah. but
0: also, uh, I, I didn't know what a bouncing Betty was back mm-hmm. then. It was just all the little names for it. And also, for some reason, Fred Ward's instant ragdoll line got me as a kid too.
1: Well, that's and that that is uh, reminded me of Wolf Creek. Remember they does that that guy actually does it does that net knife thing and makes that. A, makes a, one of the victims a rag doll. I don't remember
0: that, but that's another really funny scene is where Fred Ward takes out the entire team. Like they're all trying to get to the finish line, and Fred uh-huh. Ward ambushes them. He's putting but, signs, around putting signs
1: on, him. adorable. Yeah, adorable signs. Right, and he gets Hackman. It gets Hackman in a great way. Yeah, because Hackman's trying to like. Uh, uh, shame everybody for getting captured. Yeah, and he gets He gets uh. He's crossing the river, or the stream, and and Fred Ward jumps out of the stream. Totally improvised, by the way.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Act love like, it. And the little signs, X X
1: X Man or X
0: Human or whatever it's called. Yeah, he, X Rookie.
1: He made time to make a little signs to put They're around their necks. Yeah, They're adorable. Put, put around their necks. Um, you don't remember whenever Randall Tex Cobb's introduced, and he's he's talking about what a like how crazy like how, how crazy is he says I fucked nuclear waste I love it yep. what <laughs> yep he says two other things in that he does too, but yeah. I wrote yeah. that down yeah I fucked nuclear
0: nuclear waste yeah I, he, I think he also it's something he has like sex with something um
1: mm-hmm. god I can't believe I didn't write it down because I, I was laughing my shapes off um and then Hackman's a stickler he says this weird thing to every. he gets everybody to the camp and he's like basically here's the rules right we're gonna be eating vietnamese food from here on out because we don't want to be smelling like american food in the jungle or smell like americans yeah because yeah. they're poops they're gonna be smelling like yeah they want yeah. that's a weird that's mm-hmm. a detail that maybe they cut up. smart you could have no, thrown them. i think smart. maybe when they're training you could make some pasta no, maybe but i think they I maybe think... a little lasagne you know <laughs> a little pizza yeah but I think a whole subplot would have been nice if they were trying to sneak in like fast food or Arby's or something yeah Hackman's like standing on the side going these guys yeah are you not serious about what we're doing here you know? he's,
0: well it's funny in his backpack in his, mm-hmm. uh, in his what do they call it his rucksack he's got a, a bag of Frank's favorite meal to give to him when he finds him <laughs> it's like the number two from Dairy Queen he's got it saved up in his bag for Frank so that when he rescues him the first thing he looks in his eyes and then he hands him the bag of food if I have to zoom in yeah
1: stolen in his back yeah if you say I after need... the credits Hackman finally dumps it <laughs> um doesn't want to give it to anybody yeah here this is what you are referencing before Tomerson at Wood. you fucking pimp <laughs> that's what he says to it I, that had to be an ad lib because it yeah, doesn't make any fucking sense what about when Tom there's a lot of
0: dancing in this movie yeah the, the sunshine sunshine of your love was a song that I fell in love with because of this movie
1: well and it's a cover of it I don't think it's the real one is it really I think so yeah
0: Zoom in. Yeah, I know. It's not cream.
1: I think it's a cover. I think it. it's
0: real. The guitar sounds fucking real.
1: It's 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 a cover. I would I would bet money on it. All right. Because it's weird. Because it doesn't sound real. And it's like that's those things kind of pull me out of the movie. Those guys wouldn't settle for a cover. And that's what it's a cover. Plus Thomerson's dancing in that movie. In that it's amazing. Scene is is weird. It's, it's very weird. weird. And he does one of those things where everybody else is dancing. But he won't do it, and they're like egging him on, and he finally does it, and he's like the best. He's the one that does it the most.
0: And then he walks over to the table while yeah. he's still dancing, and singing along. And I, I think uh, that uh, the director was like, "Enough, enough, Tim." <laughs> I did appreciate that they were having showers at the time, and they were nice enough to have the, wearing clothing. Yeah, they they come out in the shower. See, I didn't want to see Red Brown's gigantic, beautiful penis.
1: And yeah, the Fred Ward comes out in shorts, and then everybody else has shorts on. They're all they're all showering in shorts yeah yeah which is the original title of this movie yeah that's right mm-hmm. um there's there's a there's a weird scene when there's some there's i don't know there's a hackman's drawing people like he's, he's oh he's like, trying to sketch what f- frank would look like now if he were alive and th- there's a picture of the, what looks like steve buscemi buscemi, <laughs> buscemi. well wow. poor guy poor uh, illustration yeah, I, I, I remember
0: because he finishes sketching what he thinks Frank may
1: look like. Mm-hmm. It looks like Steve Buscemi, and he pukes all over his desk. I'm gonna round up. All right, I'm gonna call this a Steve Buscemi cameo. Okay, I'm gonna put that in IMDb tonight. Okay. By the way, Steve
0: Buscemi was probably what 16 when this movie was made.
1: Okay. zoom in I'm about to get hard.
0: You know what else I loved about this? Apparently, there was like a little. Did you notice a little bit of product placement in this? Where well, they were Definitely. all wearing the same kind of shoes. Oh, no, I didn't. Adidas really yeah and they were rocking some badass
1: 80s Adidas in this movie I didn't notice that yeah
0: there's one shot in particular I was I was giddy
1: there were some interesting uh, lines in this uh, talking about people that are crazy I had never heard before okay. one of them I had but there was one that was his elevator doesn't go all the way to the top well, that's an obvious which one which is pretty good yeah. but this I had never heard Um, where is it I don't think his bread's quite done.
0: That's a good one. That's good. I thought
1: yeah. that was I. N- I never heard that for someone who's. Yeah. Well, and it's no, funny
0: because there's this there's this uh, animosity between Randall Tex Cobb and Patrick Swayze that permeates a small portion of the film. Mm-hmm. They and have it, a fight scene. They do have a fight scene, and that's another thing where I, I I used to steal lines of dialogue from when I was a kid. Right. First of all, Randall Tex Cobb, who is a martial artist, he uh, when Patrick Swayze tries to throw some. Some kung fu at him, mm-hmm. and he goes try that martial bullshit on me, boy. You know, and he fucking and then Real that was kind of a dexterous dude for that big mm-hmm. asshole, big asshole. Um, and then the, you bought yourself a whole can of whoop ass is one of the great lines in that movie. He
1: lo- he loses quite effectively in this, Swayze. So he gets a he gets a couple th- hits at the beginning, but he never recovers. Yeah, like, he just gets destroyed. And then they find out that is that. That's when they find out after they're about to beat the shit out of him, yeah. like really do it. The, Hackman yells down, the, and that's it, a really tender moment too because they kind of all, they, they well, they, banded, they, they help him. him. He yeah. assists that his dad's over there. He, he lost his dad, which they never do find. I mean, he he just goes to help them, right? Find the, it's not like they're going to find his dad. No, know? he's just helping them. Yeah. So he, yeah, and then they after that they all like him, and then I think I think you know. That's oh, by a,
0: the way, they also made uh, we were talking about films about going back to, again. We forgot missing an action one, two, three,
1: four. <laughs> <laughs> kind of minor detail there. Yeah, we can forget those. Um, do you think this is the only movie that you're aware of where Swayze gets hoisted up by the collar by a helicopter? Is that the only one? It might be. It may have happened in Black Dog. Okay. Yeah. They just have him. Uh, that this movie like kind of a dangerous movie because it looked. Like, Swayze does get hoisted up by a helicopter. Yeah, well, and plus it looks like Hackman's piloting that thing. It looks mm-hmm. like they're all actually sitting in the... No, and there's some crazy helicopter stunts in this. There's yeah. helicopters hitting, like, grass huts in this, like, yeah. left and right. Yeah. And, you know, real, like, flying into shit. Well, Milius was involved, and that guy's batshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys yeah, know who yeah. um, no John Milius is?
0: Everybody knows who he is. Yeah. Do so we need to remind you who John Milius is? Too. Listeners? Do men? He's a He's a legend. hmm I mean, Conan the Barbarian. Right. I mean, Red Dawn. Keep going, Apocalypse Now. I mean, yeah,
1: um, <laughs> Millius Dollar Baby. No, <laughs> he did. Uh, you know, he was. You know, he must have liked Swayze. Was he involved in Predator at all? I don't know. Uh, and
0: who? And and uh, obviously, John Goodman's character in Big Lebowski molded his,
1: after him. Is molded yeah. after him. Melius is no longer correct.
0: I think he lives. Does he? I think he lives. I thought he was sick. He may be sick, but I think he still walks around. Is he
1: the one that was trying to get King Conan going forever? I think he still whistles. Um, One thing I thought was interesting is that Hackman gives this whole... He has a lot of speeches in this movie, which he's good at them. He lives. And he'll say stuff... He's not involved in anything anymore. He's super retired. He also wrote the first two Dirty Harry's. Wind of the Lion, great movie. Yeah, he's he's a people really like his writing right that was kind of his big thing uh, yeah well he he's a legend he's a legend he did Big Wednesday obviously <clears throat> Um. oh he's a badass Hackman says this thing at the beginning he's when he gets everybody into the shape he has to get these guys back into shape they, they're out of practice he has to run them around they have to do shooting practice they have to do they have to become soldiers again yeah uh, when they've when they've bonded again as a unit, as a unit which they that they do over time Hackman says it's time to start practicing the mission, the rescue mission. We're gonna do it over and over again until we get it right. The first time through, they actually blow up the entire set. Like, the, <laughs> did you notice that? Like, they blow up buildings. Yeah. Like that's that's probably they could have probably faked a couple of those. They, they actually true. have a they have a bridge. They blow it up. Yeah. They could have just said boom. Like Red Bracket <laughs> has pretended to yep. do it, but yep. they actually do blow it up. Um, they blow up huts. Yeah. They change they chainsaw doors. I mean, do you think there was a person that Hackman had hired to like build that town, and and uh, at the end of that whole night, he goes, "Run it, let's run it again," and he had that guy had to start hammering nails. Well, they cut. It,
0: the, if the director's cut, he says, "We're going to do this over and over in, until we get it right, but we're going to get it right first time." <laughs> yeah. But then they are handicapped and kneecapped mm-hmm. by the government. Of course, the government steps in and takes a big shit on everyone. He does. They do. Yeah. By the way, Shut isn't it an ador- adorable? Mm. Uh, I can't, I can't get enough of Fred Ward sleeping in a, in a field, curled up in a little fucking little mm. grass. So cute.
1: I can't get enough of the skeleton village in this that they visit. Oh yeah. There's like a. They find out that there's a village that was like um, uh, mustard gas had had um, uh, destroyed it, yeah. and there's just bones everywhere yeah. and and chairs uh, on the ground. That's something you would and like. And there's a c-word. Like a video Hackers game is looking find. at one of them,
0: and then a lady walks up and says, "Get used to that." <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, but then, of course, what happens is, there, so they lose their funding, they lose their mm-hmm. their tools, right? And they have to go talk to an arms dealer with a bird on his shoulder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as you as you do. The, <laughs> I could not believe what I was watching. Well, you also... You skipped over it. He also gives them a menu, a food menu, and it's all, no, that's, gun- that, it's that, all that, guns. that's... It's all gone.
0: It starts off... No, he... That's... First, you get to see him with a bird on his shoulder. Right, of then he shows you the menu. And I love that menu. Of with course. the silhouettes of all the weapons. Mm-hmm. But the guy's got a bird on his shoulder the entire time. He does. Was that over the top? It reminded me of, uh, like, a Bond villain. It reminded me of an Indiana Jones thing, yeah. yeah. But, he looked um, a little like a Belloc kind of guy. Yeah. Um... But I thought it was cool. You know, he didn't look like Frank because he was uh, standing up.
1: I thought that that it was cool that the, the bird came with him on the rescue mission.
0: <laughs> yeah, he said, "Get in the bird." Oh no! Oh shit! You know, <laughs> I meant helicopter. You fucked up.
1: Um, they they do encounter on uh, uh, at one point. They do encounter. See, yeah. So anyway, they do encounter baddies on the way. They have to get in a pre-fight. Yeah. Um, I think they kill some people. They kill some people. Yeah, of course they do. That's when the first. The da- one of the daughters, that, the, the, the tour guy dies. There's a
0: really, really cool moment where you see him mourning his father's death
1: that they did not film. <laughs> his daughter's death. His daughter gets killed and he's like, let's go. No, he's sad about it. He's like, let's go? Oh, yeah. Yakima's like, yeah, get over it. Let's go. No, no, the father is like, alright, let's go. Oh, well, yeah, he does it because he's like, yeah, he, he was like, okay, we got a job to do here. Yeah. yeah, it's rough. But, and the, and the but season- they are mourning her a little bit. It's, the daughter's sad, he's sad, for sure. It's not it's not something that's not a joke. I think he he, 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 he copes very fast with it. No. Well, I don't know why he's not mad, I guess, is what I'm thinking. But maybe not his favorite daughter out of the two. Wasn't mine. Uh, not S- even close. Swayze gets his first kill during this uh, yeah, ambush attack. Yeah. And they have a quick shot of him uh, regre- the- regretting it. It's about a one second shot. Yeah. Yeah. They get it in there, though. Yep. Um, uh, and then there's there's the most important thing that they feature during this whole thing is Hackman is wearing a very strange scarf. Yeah. Do you notice this oh, like yeah. a multicolor Oh yeah. Like yeah. a He gives that famous speech with like the a, scarf. Like a Peterson William Peterson well type scarf. There's a lot of they, they all kind of have to get geared up, weird up at that scene. That <laughs> scarf was I thought at one point maybe it was the, the the daughter who died. I thought maybe he's wearing her, her head scarf. Yeah. As a as a kerchief or whatever, but it wasn't. I I rewound it, and I zoomed in, and it's not that. In fact, he they they there's a scene when he blows his nose into that (laughs) and throws in the river her headscarf, that woman's headscarf. Um, the and then the the father reaches out to get this art, you know, clothing to keep as a keepsake from his dead daughter and Hackman. Grabs his collar and... He says, fuck this. Let's go, Cochise. Yeah. Anyway. So, they finally uh, split into groups
0: after Hackman gives a rousing speech.
1: Yes, of course. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of speechifying.
0: uh, And they're great. He's a god. He's amazing at that. He is a god, yeah. And he he kind of... He keeps the film from being too silly at times and too generic. Mm. Um, And they split off because not everyone's going to make it. Which is a crying shame, but... um. They live longer than Frank, which is kind of good. But so then
1: yeah, it kind of kicks into the finale of the film, which is this giant combat sequence. Yeah, it starts with uh, Fred Ward. Yeah, oh, I love Fred Ward. Entering a tunnel to kind of sneak up on the baddies and uh, encounters a a snake. He encounters a snake. Immediately gets bitten. <laughs> instantly gets bitten. And uh, but th- but we discover that it's not poisonous. But what happens to that snake? It's decapitated. Yes. And thrown it Red Brown. Yeah, and then Red Brown declares it non poisonous. Yeah. And Fred and, and Fred Ward is um um his hand is bloody yeah. from it. He doesn't look happy. remind me a little bit of another movie we did early on in this the show. The cheaper's creepers. Hard target. No. Oh. There was a snake scene in that. Yep. Except that snake was poisonous and it was a trap. Yeah. This one the snake was minding its own business in that tunnel. It was just you know, it's like did not expect Fred Ward to be in there for sure. No. Um the, the
0: funny thing is, like there's like if you have it, the subtitles on, the snake is simply asking him for his autograph.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised the snake didn't get caught in his beautiful hair. It didn't you know, just, just like his shit shaped hair. Just start curling up in there like it was like, you know, this is a maybe he could have been like the guy with the parrot on his shoulder, just Fred Ward running around the rest of the movie with a snake in his hair. Now there's a line that Red Brown gives in this movie that is stunning. Is that before, or after he falls out of a pipe into the water exactly. when he's trying to spy on the baddies? Um, it's
0: I don't know. If, I think I think it's be, I think it's be, it's the night it's the night before it's right before they do their big siege. Mm-hmm. I've got some nocturnal planning to do. That's what he says. He says that line of dialogue, maybe the most awkward line of dialogue in the film. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I, it makes sense because he's got a he's he has he's to gotta plan to rig the bridge, plan his uh, his, his explosives. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't all work. N- no, not at first. <laughs> <laughs> he gets them to work though. Um, that's the saddest part to me. So they have. So what happens is they have to commandeer some helicopters. Yeah, Hackman. So half the group does that, and then they have to get the helicopters. So they, they you know get them uh, out of the you know. A, a baddie camp Right They yeah. have to go And you know um, Steal them Yeah And then uh, So they do that And then the other half Of the group is You know It's prisoner Of war camp And they, they're waiting For the helicopters To arrive So they can start yeah. Attacking But uh, They have to kind of Jump the gun Because they can't Let the baddies Cross this bridge And that's right. where Red, Red and, Brown And, and it, it, everything happens Why can't they ex- let The baddies Cross the bridge I don't remember. I, don't, I didn't get it. I don't know. I, I think, think once they maybe once they reinforcements. I don't know. Cross the bridge, then it would it would be harder for them to rescue the the boys. Something it doesn't make a lot of sense. But Reb Brown certainly thinks it's imperative, so he yeah. starts to blow up the bridge. Yeah. So we know what happens. It's an action film
0: at that point. Um, so our Dilly departed. Let's let's mourn those who we lose. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Frank, <laughs> gone. Yeah. We hardly knew you, um, Reb Brown. Blaster. That's the, that's what I remember the most from this is yeah. death. He
0: dies heroically.
1: He does. I yeah. think it was like early when I. It was a movie that I had like connected with a character, and then he he dies by sacrificing himself, and it really affected me. Yeah.
0: See, I was thinking maybe he got away, mm-hmm. and then they had a sequel. Where they have to go rescue him. Yeah. But maybe. They, it never happened. So he does. He does die. He dies. We lose Randall Tex Cobb. We do. Sailor.
1: There was no way he was going to live.
0: There's no way he was going to live. But I think there is something. Oddly, like really emotionally uh, effective, mm. after at the end the end credits with him dancing in the sun in the sunlight. There's for some reason that just still works.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because there's a scene
0: where he they're kind of talking about how what a wacko he is, and he's out there doing his little right. tai chi and dancing out in the uh, out in the
1: sunset. Yeah, they end the movie on it, and then they end the movie on it to remind you that you love this guy. Red Brown. I feel like he didn't have to really sacrifice himself. No, he didn't. I feel like he could have thrown that. He th- what happens is he, he throws a. The bridge doesn't blow up. He gets on the bridge, starts to defend it, kind of shoot at guys. There's a, a jeep that comes up. He throws a packet of explosives at it and shoots a satchel it. charge. Satchel charge, and then that sets off with the rest of the charges that didn't go off. So yeah. he blows up. So there's the thing. I feel like you could have tried to do that. Well, he probably would have got. It. He's so well. He, he he didn't know. I guess he didn't know the extent
0: of the malfunction.
1: So I think maybe his death is unavoidable in a way.
0: And he hated he hated teaching kids about BMX. That's something they didn't really elaborate on. But it's
1: Randall Tex Cobb gets shot a couple times, lives, and then he uh, they think he's dead, the bad guys, and they're firing the helicopter, and he has they couldn't mention this grenade around his neck. So good. He's in this like crow's nest or whatever, they, this tower, and he sees these baddies underneath him. They don't know he's up there. Instead of just throwing their grenade from his... Neck, he could have taken off Throw it at the bad guys He decides to just Yeah Pull the pin That's, that's totally If you, you know him That's totally baddies. what Sailor would do You think so? Yeah
0: Plus he was dying He was dead He was already dead pretty much He looked okay to me He would shot oh, He shot away He, he got, got shot, shot twice, twice In the chest He was dead But in the side He and was then, dead And, uh, and you think he's dead at first And then there's like a shot of him Like kind of Oh I noticed yeah. these people And he makes a cool sound When he jumps off like, He makes this funny dubbed sound He does Yeah, yeah. And uh, we that's also it, though. who else did we lose? We lose, the, we lose the old man. The old man, no, Patrick he Swayze is his. Uh, they're they're Chang, sni- they're sniping. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're sniping. And then Patrick looks over and he's gone. And that's what sets Patrick off on a killing spree, because that basically lights a fire under his ass. That and when he sees Red Brown blow up.
1: Yeah, he goes to red. And no, he what. He, that upsets him, but when Tim Thomerson goes down in the helicopter, that's when he he runs to try to help Tim Thomerson out. Yeah, and actually,
0: it's funny because Tim Thomerson's
1: fine; he takes care of the business himself. I think he
0: gets shot though; he gets shot in the leg or something too. No, Hackman does though. Hackman definitely does. Mm-hmm. Frank doesn't. But uh, so yeah, you know, and ultimately the story, it's a really kind of bittersweet victory for them because they lose some of their friends, and then Frank Frank's fate is revealed to his father on the on the helicopter ride that frank died saving lives then he got sick and he passed away Mm -hmm. we lost frank
1: and the sad part is that the guy mcgregor the the kid that um is robert sack's son um said he got sick and died there's nothing they could do and hackman's upset and he and he goes when did this happen?" he goes yesterday (laughs) and
0: he's like and hackman's like you're a medic Fuck. <laughs> the funny thing is it's, there's, there's a little homage to this film in The Departed mm-hmm. when, Matt, when Matt Damon receives a cell phone call late in the movie because we lost Frank. Um, so there is a silver lining to this. Mm-hmm. Those, those poor POWs, they were in 10-plus years of torment.
1: Yeah. They came out bilingual. They did? That's nice. Yeah. So um, they, they learned
0: a little while they were out
1: there. Hackman watching uh, all the boys come home but his own is you know quite affecting robert and stack is super thrilled to see is he is and that's what he and hackman is you know jealous obviously of that but also proud that he could help his friend yeah put plants a big old Rooney on his wife did you notice this yeah. not, not enough to make her utter a line of dialogue though. missed you baby yeah you know what i'm saying so got some good news and some
0: bad news um, i'm back but that That's spare bedroom, you could
1: turn it into your studio. <laughs> he said, just call me Gene Backman. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm back, baby. Let's get this going. It's a classic. And he said, I know I'm 62, but let's try to go for another Frank. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's do it tonight. Yeah. How old do you think Hackman was? And, and, and
0: that, But it was it was kind of a pun because you see them eating hot dogs for dinner.
1: <laughs> a, tri- a tribute. Yeah. Let's have a tribute, ballpark yeah. Franks. Yeah. And they yeah, get ballpark Frank because he was dressed as a baseball. Exactly, baseball. Yeah, um, and plus he parked his balls. <laughs> I'm gonna zoom in real quick. Right. Frank, it does not come back with him. <laughs> his son <laughs> is uh, did not come back. Yeah, mission failure uh, for Gene Hackman a little bit because if if you put the mission on a chalkboard or a, any kind of whiteboard, yeah, top of the top of the list for him probably would be bring Frank yeah, back. Yeah, like your bucket list is bring Frank. Number two, the rest, <laughs> right. Three only eat Vietnamese food because we don't want to smell like pizza. We're running through the jungle. Uh, Although I think it would be funny as shit if mm -hmm. they are going through the jungle eating pizza. Very good. Yeah. Hey, another another thing I thought was funny. If you stay past the crest, the stinger is. McGregor said, uh, calls him the other, and he goes, "Oh, the, I was talking about another Frank. Your your boy still there? No, the, the the post-credits
0: thing of that I thought was apropos was the um, the snake's
1: body washes ashore, mm-hmm. twitches. Oh. Yeah. So I want to say something. I'm going to get a little critical here right. just for a second because I do like this movie. Um, Ted Kotcheff directed it, by the way, First Blood. Uh, and Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, of course. So Fr- Frank has something in common with Bernie. He does. Yeah. Zoom in. Do you think Frank went to the School of Dead Acting and then they cut a scene out? Yeah, they probably cast Costner as Frank too. Here's the thing. I mean, I think we could just call this movie Common Valor. Am I right? Why? Not so uncommon. I don't think it's, it felt when I was watching this. I was like, the whole time I'm like, this feels common to me. Feels pretty well. This feels it's like got way more dialogue than Common. This is this is kind of a Valor that is not that rare right you know I would agree with you had it not been for the fact that it took Gene Hackman to conduct the mission maybe I would be okay if it was called Rare Valor yeah or something yeah like what's another pretty special valor yeah substantial valor oh, what was that movie that remember that was that what was that movie that with the real marines that they released really sub- the Act of Valor that was what it's called right yeah and my joke was uh, can't act of valor because yeah. those guys were awful in it
0: that movie sort of did well for the wrong reasons for a minute and then it was gone love the sequel I own it by the way you don't own Act. well no movies. I bought a, uh, I bought a pack like a multi-pack mm-hmm. of movies on iTunes I think I think it had that on there can you delete it actually no it was still team 6 it was a different can you delete it f- fucked up one no I don't think I'm sure you can anyway so but it, it, the movie's held up I still love it do you love it? I love that movie. And, and I, I'm sure somebody watching it who's young, who hasn't seen it before, will say this was interesting. It was kind of a neat little movie. And that's what it is. But it, ha- it has a lot of emotional wallop to me still.
1: The kid that plays McGregor, the the, the guy, one of the rescued POWs. Mm-hmm. It's not Dudikoff. He looked like a broke-ass Bill Pullman. Am I right? So I look looked like Bill Pullman. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he does... any he... And he and he's having a tough time acting with Hackman. He's not, that actor's not doing a great job of being, of of acting. No. He's awful. He's, <laughs> but he was,
0: you know, he looked a little, the, he's about the guy that like was Christopher Lloyd looking guy that was just, oh, no, he's the catatonic.
1: Guy, he's the guy that tells, no, that's Hackman right, that, that the son is. Because there was that
0: catatonic yeah. Christopher Lloyd alike too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a part where, so Tex, Randall Tex Cobb. Um, at, he goes in. He's trying to find Americans in this. He's knocking down doors, like uh, kicking down doors, trying to find the American in this in this jail set, like the jail yeah, part. I was there. And he kicks open a door and he finds that who you're talking about, yeah. the guy that can't doesn't want to leave, can't right. talk. There's a scene behind the door, like he kicks the door in, and he's talking to this guy behind the door. There's someone behind the door, like there's a hand there. There's a obviously a person behind the door that he kicks open. That's sitting there.
0: He ends up killing a. a They leave. Uh, No, I
1: don't know who that uh, is.
0: They don't address it. It's like the kid in Three Men and a Baby. It's a ghost. I'm just telling you. Might be Frank. All right. So, one image. Yeah. One image distills this film. What is your iconic image? Was this new? Do we do an Im- We don't do this usually. Yeah, we've done it like for the past seven. One image? Like one, like, yeah, one moment that encapsulates the, uh, the whole. Oh, f- we do.
1: Yeah, we have done this.
0: I'm going to say it's the uh, it's the mutual embrace of Red Brown and Fred Ward when they see each other for the first time. Like, it's one of those bicep, sh- like, oh, whole, yeah. whole arm handshakes. He's, yeah, he's, he's teary-eyed.
1: I mean, I. Do that at that part where Frank makes it. One shot, huh? Maybe uh, a shot of uh, Tim Thomerson doing that little, like little '60s, like kind of mm-hmm. shimmy shaft. Yeah, shimmy yeah. dance, like a little hippie dance. Okay.
0: So you've been given the resources to build your own uncommon valor attraction of some sort. Mm-hmm. Lots of options. You can make a place that doesn't serve American food. Mm. You can have. You know, the, like a Where's Waldo with Frank kind of thing. I mean, there's a lot of That'd different... That'd be things. frustrating.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just go in a room and there's a Ouija board on the ground.
1: Uh starting a restaurant. And we had talked about this earlier, how we'd... It'd be a good idea sometimes maybe to think of these ahead of no, time. No, that's, that defeats the purpose. This is not a show about excellence. <laughs> it's like a panic.
0: Um... What about okay? So I I would have a uh, mine would not be a stationary attraction. Mm-hmm. It would be like a carnival that moved from town to town. Mm-hmm. And what it was it was the recreation of the camp. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. That gets destroyed the first first time you see it. So basically, you get to see people destroy everything in the camp, mm-hmm. and then it, they just wheel it wheel it away.
1: That's not a bad idea. Yeah. It just would be expensive to it, do. It, yeah. It's like a, one of those. um like a frustration type room you go into a room they like, you smash stuff kind of yeah but the thing is is
0: the funny thing is, is it takes like two days after
1: the, mm. the, the they leave town
0: mm. and then the town realizes oh shit they left everything we gotta clean this up
1: <laughs> I uh it's called it's called POW mess well that's not bad pretty cool I would just do something simple I would have a um I would do the un, uh a, a takeaway like a you know that you could a product that you could buy to to remember this special film uh, it would be like um, called the uncommon Crayola, and it would be all the you'd have a red Brown oh you'd have a green Hackman nice you'd have um red Ward <laughs> uh, nice uh, Randall R I P Frank huh what do you say R I P Frank. <laughs> Randall text Cobb, Corn on the cob, Yellow. I don't know. I, that would be a long one. Right. Um, Rob, just Robert Stack. Right. Be good. I can't think of any. Who else is in it that I could make a fun pun out of their name? Give me another. Patrick Swayze? Patrick Hazy. <laughs> Gray. Uh, that's another Jennifer Gray. Uh, a three, hey. Jennifer Gray. When you go when,
0: when you go to Taco Mac yeah. with your kid, they give you a, a little rolled up menu with three crayons in it. So you already beat that. Nice. Uncommon Crayola. I like it. There we go. It doesn't really
1: roll off the tongue, but excuse me. <laughs> 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 RIP Frank. <laughs> just good color. Um, you, every time you touch it to paper, it just crumbles. Is that what? <laughs> it's
0: clear. There's no. There's no. There's nothing. <laughs> it's like wax. Nothing happens. Um, the. Um, by the way, I have a relative who was a POW. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My dad was in. Um, well, he was in Thailand during the war, but he was over My there. Dad we was in Germany during the war. Got drafted. Yep. Uh, sucks. Um, yes it does.
0: So you're on an island. Yep. Of course. Your island is dotted with various pieces of memorabilia. Mm-hmm. What hallowed place does uncommon valor take on your island? What do you carry?
1: What do you bring from with from it? Oh yeah. Oh for sure this is 100% I would take the sculpture that um, that Fred Ward creates over when they're training or actually as they're waiting to attack he he creates a metal sculpture. And then he sets it down. Do you remember this? I don't. So he, they're waiting to, it's like the night before they, um, they're they going to attack and rescue the the, the the soldiers. He actually makes a metal sculpture and then leaves it. What does it look like? It's just like a spirally thing. Yeah. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. thing. I would take that because, first of all, a Fred Ward original. Right. Am I right? Yeah. Whatever his character's name is. Uh, maybe worth some money, probably. I mean, he was he was talented. Yeah. Um, building quite a career for himself as a uh, sullen uh, you know, metal uh, artist. Um, maybe did some charcoal on the side. A little pre-flash dance flash dance? The thing is, we didn't go into his his warehouse. He he could have been dabbling in other art forms as well. Yeah, There could have been a bunch of... You go in there and there's a bunch of nudes of Jane Kaczmarek, right. for example. We didn't right. see that. We right. see the outside where he has a bunch of these... Uh, harsh metal sculptures. I would take one of those. Okay. okay. I didn't get a C inside his warehouse. Right. If I did, I might select something else. Right. But I didn't. So I would It'd take... be like
0: a little paper mache stabbed mother and kid. Exactly. Exactly. I would, I would maybe take that. Yeah.
1: I didn't see that. Right. I'm taking this. Right. Which looks like a, basically someone took a slinky and... and, and Warped it. Yeah. And put it on. But once again, this film
0: illustrates 100%. Red Brown was John Burnthal before John Burnthal.
1: Red Brown or Red Red, Ward? I mean, Red Fred Ward. Yeah.
0: No. Uh, I would take. Well, okay, so. I I didn't see inside the warehouse. I am aware. Okay. That's why. Mm. It would have been even more uncommon, Valor, if you'd seen that shit. I would take the menu of the the guns. The gun menu. I thumb through that on my island. Yeah. And a lot of people would be like. Well, that's not reading material. I was like, for you, it's not. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's stark black and white, man. It's just silhouettes of, of hard-hitting objects of destruction. And that would remind me of my peaceful island of, of harder times. Yeah.
1: It would also remind me of this wonderful movie. Um, I'd get, get worried about you a little bit. You wouldn't. Because you might go enough crazy where you would forget and then maybe think guns were food. You know, if you're on the island long enough, maybe you'd start thinking that, hmm. No, I think what would happen is a bird would land on my shoulder, I would befriend it, and I would read that to the bird. Fair enough. Would it
0: be the same bird as the... It would not be the same bird. That bird is no longer among us. That's, like a, the bird that's a 1982 bird. I don't know how long... Birds live a long time, actually. Yeah, is yeah. That,
1: it was like a cockatoo, it looked like.
0: Yeah. yeah. Was it? It was, it was a, a bird
1: of... Remember uh, we a, found A bird of the, paradise of we, some We sort. kind of found out that... The Komodo dragon whatever the kind of dragon it was from the Bosworth movie might still be alive well I mean Cuff and Link are still alive they are the turtles so, yeah Stallone still has them he put them on his Instagram recently and he actually those are his pets yeah
0: Cuff and Link they still live from Rocky
1: yeah yeah
0: pets Some like snakes and, and turtles and shit yeah. they don't fuck around Mm-mm. they don't they don't operate on the same timeline as us or Frank <laughs> <laughs>